Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Appreciate you guys being here uh, and the guys that traveled up to South Bend, uh, the statements I made uh, after the game. When you go back and watch the film, uh, the, the same thing as the feeling that I had when the game was over. Uh, thought at times we got out coached, we got out physical, we got out executed. And when you're playing one of the top teams in the country, uh, you can't afford that. And then the result was what it was. Uh, obviously, it was disappointing uh, result uh, based on the progress that we had been making. Uh, and I thought it was a step back. Um, but I told the guys right after the game, we've got to learn from it. Uh, we got to regroup because uh, now we've got the number one team in the country uh, coming into Bobby Dodd Stadium, and uh, we got to be ready uh, to play at our very best at a very high level uh, to be able to compete against a really, really, really good team. Um, the and I don't during the season I don't sleep very much. Uh, obviously, a lot of things go through my mind, and always trying to fix issues and uh, before thinking about everything that needs to be done. Uh, but there was one question that was asked uh, Saturday night, and I don't want it to come across as me avoiding it. Um, and, Ken, I think you've asked it a couple of times, and I haven't really answered, um, but it, it's been on my mind a lot. Right after a game, my first and number one priority is our players, our locker room, um, win or loss, uh, making sure they're in the right headspace and know that uh, – what we need to do to keep moving forward and uh, but was asked and Ken's asked a couple of times about uh, what my feelings are opinions about uh, possible fan frustration uh, you know donors boosters all of those things and I get it right I understand it I'm frustrated uh, I'm as a big of a competitor as there is in the game and uh, you know so I'm frustrated uh, even though we've made progress, it's still not, uh, hasn't shown up in the win column where we want it to be and where we need it to be and where it will be. Um, but I completely get the frustration um, and I understand and just know that there's nobody that is more focused on fixing it, uh, keeping us moving forward than myself, uh, than the men in this building and the women in this building and the players in that locker room. And obviously the entire focus is on getting our guys ready to play at a high level against a great team. That is first and foremost right now, today. Um, obviously play the game on Saturday, and then as we do every single year, is you go through and evaluate everything and what steps do we need to take to make sure we're progressing um, and doing what we need to do in the off offseason uh, to get us to the point where we're taking the next big step that we're about to take in this program, but I understand the frustration. I respect the questions, Ken. I really do. Um, I appreciate them. I understand them. And uh, so I just, that, that's been on my, my mind, and I just want to make sure I wasn't avoiding it. I just am so focused on the team uh, and what we need to do to get better every single day. Um, but I just was wanting to make sure I addressed that um, today. So. Questions? Questions? Uh, please make sure to raise your hand. Got a microphone. We'll start here with Kelly. Obviously, you go from playing six to one. Um, not really an easy way to end your season. And just kind of what what is it, what goes through your mind when you think of this rivalry, and, and what do sure. you kind of expect from this game? Yeah, and I, and I think, and, uh, I mean, I, I'm I frame everything as a positive. 
But when we enter the season, really the last three seasons, and including this one, when they released the schedules of the top five toughest schedules in college football, we have one of them. And that's, you know, uh, big-time players want to play on big-time stages against big-time competition. Well, you get to do that here uh, at Georgia Tech. So we, we've got a big-time schedule that we play every single year. Um, it just so happens to end this year with the number six team in the country and the number one team in the country. Um, so it is what it is. We embrace it. Uh, try to rise to the challenge every single time, and uh, it'll be it'll be no different Saturday. We've got to do that. Um, but you know, just personally, and kind of back, and kind of what got me thinking about uh, Ken's questions about the fans is I used to be one. I used to sit right up there in those, right up in the what is that, the East Side stands, and watch the Georgia Tech Georgia Thanksgiving Day JV game. We would come as a family and watch. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech games are just Georgia Tech games in general, so I get it. Um, and then we go out to my grandma's house in Conyers and uh, have Thanksgiving dinner and play the Turkey Bowl and all of those things in the backyard at my grandma's house. Um, but this game, this rivalry, has been a part of my life since I was a little kid. My uh, biological father ran track at Georgia. My uncle ran track at Georgia Tech. And I'm not saying it was a house divided, but... I'm not saying it wasn't either. So, um, but I understand the rivalry. Um, you know, they've got a great program, and the thing that I've said is, I've been here when this game was on the national stage, and obviously Georgia's doing their part to keep it that way, and we're fighting every single day to build our program back where this game has natural national relevance, and I said it's on us to get us to that place, and uh, but tremendous amount of respect. Uh, for Kirby and, you know, a, a good friend of mine and uh, respect for their program and what they've done to get it to be built to this point. Jeff, when, Jeff, when you first got here, I think one of your goals was to rework the, the roster, build depth, that type of thing. Yep. W- where do you think you are now in that process? Yeah, so it, it's been, and I just I, uh, look at our senior day rosters that we've had the last couple of years, and I think one of the the big quotes from, from Josh early on when he got here was trying to get old and stay old. And that, for some reason, that just keeps uh, trying to get there. And that that's important. You look at some of the top teams in our league right now. They're older teams. We're still one of the youngest teams in the country. We still have one of the smallest senior classes in the country. Um, so just developing that roster, building the roster, I think it's obvious that we've got tremendous quality uh, of players that are coming through uh, the program, and then we've got some guys that have just completely bought in and have developed to a high level and are playing really well, and then have gotten some key transfers to provide leadership to these small senior classes. And you know those things are important. And uh, you know so we've got to continue to build depth, continue to build, um, get older, and have a lot of numbers that are older um, in the program, too. So we're working toward that, um, and we'll continue to build that every day. And obviously, uh, starting Sunday, we'll get to go out on the road recruiting. That's a huge uh, deal for us. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of success uh, bringing in quality guys and developing the guys that are here, and we'll continue to strive to do that. Charles? As a a follow-up to that, um, and a follow-up to what you said about the your boosters and, and, and donors. Sure. Um, 
what kind of uh, feedback are you getting uh, from recruits and during during you know when things have, have not yeah. gone so well and in general what do you think this game means for recruiting efforts in Metro Atlanta and in the state? Sure. Well, I mean, I think the the, the impact that we've had in uh, having a presence in Atlanta back in the state of Georgia in recruiting, um, and then from the transfer perspective as well, guys coming back home that have gone off to other places and coming back home uh, has been a real positive for us. And, uh, you know, the, the recruits um, – you know, I don't want to talk about progress and how close we've become, but they do see that. And, you know, they think hopefully that they can be uh, a part of taking it to the next step and to the next level. And uh, those are the kind of guys that we want in the program. And uh, we've got a lot of young guys in the program that feel that way too. Um, but that's the piece of the recruiting is um, continue to develop the roster, continue to build the roster, continue to bring guys in that can get us over uh, the hump and into the next level so that we are um, becoming the team that I know we can be and will be um, very, very soon. But it all starts on Saturday against the number one team in the country right out here on Grant Field. And, uh, you know, all eyes in the state will be watching. And, uh, you know, it's going to be an exciting game, an exciting uh, opportunity, uh, and a big challenge for us to play at a high level uh, versus them. Um, Jeff, at the beginning of the year, before the year, um, I think I'd asked you about expectations and that sort of thing. And, sure. And you said, you know, we great coaches, great players. If we can focus and put it all together, yep. we can have, you know, do really, really good. Yep. And obviously, even close a number of times. But I'm curious, as you thought about the season, why do you think that hasn't happened? That that to get over the top. Sure. Yeah, I didn't. The 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 steps that we've made to close the gap, obviously, are noticeable, but it hasn't shown up in the in the win column, and it's frustrating to me. And it's you know our guys, you know, we showed them, um, which used to be a long tape of why we you know uh, lost games. Now it's you know this one player, this two plays. But to me, that's on uh, us as coaches to make sure those one or two plays are in our favor. And uh, you know we're continuing to build, continuing to learn um, how to get over that next hump and, you know, everything, uh, you know, every single week, how do we get better um, so that we can take that next step. And uh, obviously on Sunday that will be a big day of uh, evaluation and um, figuring out ways that, you know, not next year that we're really close again, it, it, it'll be time to take that next step and, and push over the hump. So. Uh, start right here with Amber. Coach, obviously facing number one defense, number one team in the nation. Um, when you look at the tape, what stands out in their defense when you look at them? And how do you just, not necessarily against the scheme, but what do you think would be the key to uh, slowing down the defense? Yeah, I mean, they, they're obviously first and foremost, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Curvy um, from a defensive perspective and as who he's uh, – as a head coach, um, and just the first thing, they've got tremendous players um, and a really good scheme, and then they play really hard. That's a pretty good combination uh, to play at a high level of defense. They're number one in, in yardage, number one in scoring, number one in points, uh, and they've got great players, and they um, are effective at the really good scheme that they run with that personnel. 
Um, so it's, it's a huge challenge. So we've got to, um, you know, I don't want to say too much about what we need to do, but we've got to be able to come out and execute and play at a high level. They're big, they're physical, they're fast, uh, and they play really hard too. Since you asked about defense, I'll ask about offense. Obviously not asking for your game plan here, but what do they do well offensively and how can you kind of slow it down? And also, I guess, differences that you've seen between Stetson Bennett and maybe JT Daniels. Uh, the, well, the biggest piece is it's, it's a basically a 12 personnel based attack. And then they have two really good tight ends that uh, they use as tight ends in line and as, as yo's. And then they um, line up as receivers and make 10 pictures they can make. Uh, every personnel grouping picture with 12 personnel. And that, that's a challenge, um, you know, that, that a lot of teams can't do, um, but they can. They're one of the top, what, seven offenses in college football. Um, they've got elite running backs, big physical offensive line, um, receivers that can beat you with speed, and in the intermediate passing game uh, as well. They're very multiple, and uh, the quarterbacks just make it make it run efficient, get the ball to the playmakers, and then the O line, you know, makes holes. So, I mean, it's a it's a complete team. Um, the the two things that I always look at as a head coach. The two first things I turn on on Sunday after we put the previous game to bed and I'm getting ready to watch the opponent, uh, first thing I watch is their kickoff coverage, and the next thing I watch is their field goal block. And kickoff coverage, they've got big physical guys that run really, really fast and play really, really hard. And then on field goal block, excuse me, PAT field goal block, big physical guys uh, that attack every single one of them. Um, and there's only been 24 on the year. That's not a lot of field goal PAT opportunities against them. But if you just watch all 24 of those clips, they're playing really hard. So if you're doing that on those two teams, um, that's a sign of a good team. And obviously they're number one in the country for a reason. But if all you did was watch those two two special teams units and or defensive unit for PAT field goal block, you can tell it right there. Patrick. Coach, just to drill down on that last question a little bit further, will it matter to your defensive scheme whether Bennett's playing versus Daniels on Saturday? They're both really good players. You know, I don't want to get into that. I'm sure that's a that's a talking point for others to have. Uh, they're both really good players, um, and you've seen both of them uh, throughout the season. So they're they're both really good players within that offense. They they uh, both execute at a high level, um, arm talent, playmaking ability, all of those things. I know we talked about going into the year, just the importance of showing progress. And I guess kind of how do you sell that piece of it as you go get ready to hit the road and recruiting and try to keep your class together? And even with Transfer Portal now, people trying to poach kids and backdoor them and stuff. I mean, I'm not going to get into that, Kelly. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Um, Um... what was the question, Kelly? Goodness gracious. With, with the portal and yeah, with, so, with recruiting, it, how do you yeah, – what's your pitch I think I, I think I answered it earlier. Um, you know, the, and I don't want to get into progress and we're losing by this much a year ago and now we're losing by this much. That doesn't, that doesn't do anything for anybody. But the recruits see it. And they come and they see how hard we play and they see the vibe that we have and the guys keep um, showing up and playing really, really hard. They see it. And they want to be a part of something like that. 
Um, and I think that's important. And uh, so from all the feedback we're getting from the recruiting, they want to make an impact. And their words, they see how close we are, and they want to help be a part of something um, that, that that's special and is exciting and a lot of good young players that they want to play with. And I think that's that's from their perspective. And obviously we continue that narrative with them um, so that we can take the next step. Time for a couple few more. We'll go back over this side. So, um... Jeff, how has the approach to practice been by the players? And as a coach, can you notice when there's a difference in how they approach practice? So here, here's, here's the best thing we're all the frustration or disappointment or whatever, the, the the leadership that we've been able to cultivate, the relationships that we have, I mean, you guys are out of practice. I mean, there's they're engaged, they practice hard, um, they're coachable, and they work really hard, and that's what you want, and that's what we have, and it's every single week, regardless of um, you know being here, or whatever. They keep showing up. They keep uh, working hard. They keep uh, they're accountable. Their attention to detail, all the things that you want, they're doing it. And uh, we've just got to do it. And obviously, it's a big challenge on Saturday. Um, but you know, a lot of the guys came here because they want to play on that stage against big time opponents and, and you know show what they can do. Charles. Uh, is there any uh, update on uh, Jeff Sims? I know he was in uniform but pulled out last Yeah, we, we don't talk too much about it, but it's just the, uh, um, you know, there was a lot of guys that, that weren't able to play up in South Bend. And uh, obviously our training staff does a great job, um, you know, trying to get guys back. Our guys do a great job uh, down in the training room and really working uh, to get themselves in positions to play. Um but there, there's been some positions back to the roster and the depth that we've really worked hard to create. Um, we've got to keep building that piece of it so that when we do have a run, you know, of unfortunate injuries, guys out, um, that it's we're just, you know, it's not a it's not a detriment. Um, but just hats off to the guys that have stepped in, um, that have played through some things. Uh, just you know, I can't appreciate uh, the way they handle their business um, and the next man up mentality and all those things uh, that we have. And again, there was a bunch of true freshmen out there on Saturday. Um, we guess the number six team in the country. And, you know, one of the positives is, you know, like they don't know better, right? They're true freshmen. They were just playing high school football. We throw them in the game and they just go out there um, and fly around and try to execute as best they can. Uh, hats off to Trenelius Tatum. Started his first college football game at Mike Linebacker uh, against the number six team in the country. That's pretty cool. Uh, Trenelius Tatum is going to be an elite player um, in this league and in college football. And uh, he showed that when Ace was, was down in the first half. Um, and to Ace's credit, he stayed engaged and dialed in and coached Trenelius all the way through. And then when he came out in the second half, um, you know, played well as well. Um, can you evaluate how I feel like Dave and Andrew have done as coordinators this year? Uh, and that's that's conversation that we'll continue to, to have. It's just um, continuing to put our guys in position to have success, um, both sides of the ball and on special teams. 
and, uh, you know, just how hard they work, um, how they try to uncover every single thing to give our guys um, a schematic advantage and a play-calling advantage. And, uh, you know, two of the hard, hardest-working men um, I've ever been blessed to know. And, uh, you know, they continue to fight and compete and work to give our guys the best opportunity to have success on Saturdays. Um, and I'm truly appreciative of it. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 